0: Hey, girls, what's up? What's going on? Welcome back to the True Feminine Podcast. My name is Rachel. I am the host of this show. I'm really, really excited that you're here if you're listening right now. Um, we're going to dive into a great topic today, and I find it to be extremely important. And it is actually a huge part of uh, what I teach inside of my True Fem Academy. And so I'm going to kind of give you girls some tips on this topic today (laughs) that I think is wildly, massively important for each of you to um, grasp and implement in your life in order to become more magnetic, to become a high value woman, to become someone who is a masterful communicator with men and to become just the type of woman that is a vortex for a man. Okay. And it's all around reconnecting to yourself and implementing a healthy self love. So I'm going to give you five ways to reconnect to yourself and implement healthy self love for you. Okay. So before I dive into that, I do want to just kind of paint the picture for you on what's going on in our society, what's happening. And one of those Things is disconnection, right? So our society, uh, church culture, societal culture, lots of culture, well, <laughs> just lots of uh, societal norms and things that we have grown up with and around, really, truly conditions us to disconnect from ourselves. To um, you know, really put yourself last and ignore your needs and be sure to care about everybody else's needs and, and over your own. And what that has caused is a lot of dysfunction in our families and our societies and things like that, because everyone is operating out of a massively depleted state of being. Everyone's state of being is drained. Um, Everyone's state of being is feeling used after a while and, you know, and, and depleted, I mean, depleted is really the biggest thing and then massively disconnected. So it's like, you know, we come to the end of ourselves and we're like, I don't even know myself. What do I actually want? Or am I just living for everyone else's desires, everyone else's comfortability and all of those things. Now hear me out. Um, you know, there is a healthy dose to offer to the world, okay? But you cannot save the world. That's just the truth, right? We are one person, you are we are one person, you are one person, I am one person. And to act as though or operate out of a mindset that is like I need to help everyone, I need to save everyone, I need to be everything for everyone. Um that will cause you to drown essentially. Like it'll be of the feeling I'm drowning. So you just, you can't do that. So just coming down to earth, coming to a realistic state, sober-minded, as I tell my girls a lot, is I want you to be sober-minded. We want to um, just just get real with the fact that, hey, I, I don't have the ability to save everyone. I don't have the ability to change people or to change everyone. That is a very liberating state to be in when you can just come into the acceptance of that first and foremost. Um, and so, uh, the other thing is, and you guys have may have heard this a lot, maybe just on the internet or listening to other people. I don't know. Um, I've heard it a lot in my life, but it's only in the last, you know, five years that I really understood this. And that is really, truly taking care of yourself. So, um, being okay with putting yourself first, being okay with filling your tank first. It's super important that we know how to fill our cups, fill our tanks up, um, first so that we can have overflow to serve others, love others, um, have the capacity to take on the people that God puts in front of you. Okay. So this same thing, exact same concept applies when it comes to dating and relationships. If you are constantly trying to change someone or constantly trying to be the savior or a savior to somebody or trying to save a relational situation that seems to be dying out, um, you know, it can cause exhaustion. It can cause strain. It can cause your energy to go into a desperate state and thus making you unattractive. And that is just the facts. That is, desperation is unattractive to all human beings, by the way. It is not just in a relationship. Think about this. How many times is it that, how many times have, you maybe had a friend or you've known someone, maybe it's someone that just at your school and you're like, oh, that guy or that person, it just gosh, it just seemed like so desperate. And it it actually is a very repelling energy. It repels people away from you. So anytime you are desperate for something or you're coming from a desperate place, ladies, um, your energy is just already in the wrong place, okay? So this is even why when I am coaching women or I have girls in my group and stuff and we're talking about things and I, I can sense that they are really grappling and striving and almost like uh, coming up, showing up with sort of a forced energy or a desperate type of like energy. And by the way, the more desperate your energy is, the more exhausted you will always feel. You will always feel exhausted if you are in a desperate situation or state of being. And desperation also is just a state of being, honestly. And so it's just an energy state. So you have to learn how to shift out of desperation and into a more grounded state of being, which I teach inside of my True Femme Academy through lots of different things and different ways and repetition and all kinds of things, okay? So if you're interested in that, enrollment is open now. Shameless plug right there for you. The link will be in the show notes for you. Uh, but I digress. Let's move forward here. Um, you know, I I want uh, anyway desperation. So when girls are coming, and I can so, sort of sense in their voice, in their tone, uh, in their energy that you know they're they're getting desperate. There is this sort of like ugh attitude of like I'm just so annoyed. I'm so frustrated. But ugh, I guess I'll have to get online. I guess I'll have to do this right when you show up like that, or I've done everything, it's not working. All of that kind of attitude, that energy, all of that says to me like, okay, it's probably just time for you to take a break. It's time to take a break because if that's the energy you're showing up with, then most certainly, certainly uh, you will not be a magnet that attracts things to you. You're going to be in a repelling state of being. And you guys, um, there are so many factors, so many factors that are at play to um, becoming magnetic, becoming this woman who draws people in. And this is just one of them, is just that energy state that you're showing up in. So... Okay, I I really gave you a little earful there before I'm getting into my five ways to reconnect yourself. But I I think it's important for us to just acknowledge that we've been massively conditioned to disconnect, to uh, sort of find solutions outside of ourselves or find love outside of ourselves, to find value by what others uh, think of us. And all of that is... Coming from a place that's unstable, that's wobbly energy inside of you, that is the type of state of being that is needy, okay? So you're already exuding and and giving off this neediness that I need others, I need someone else, I need a man, I need all these outside sources to make me feel validated. Why? Why is that? Because you don't feel validated within yourself on your own that must be shifted. That must be shifted. And by the way, ladies, that's not just going to shift from a podcast episode. (laughs) And sometimes it doesn't even shift when working with a therapist or coach right away. Okay. So I'm just saying, sometimes it doesn't shift. Some girls, it shifts right away. Some, it takes a little longer. Um, some of us, it takes, you know, three months, six weeks, six months, I don't know, a year, but be patient with yourself, um, as you are on the journey of, uh, shifting out of a desperate state and, and learning this deep rooted self value, a self value that transcends far, 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 far beyond your conscious mind just sort of thinking that you have value. Like, no, 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 I'm valuable. No, no, I'm fairly bold. I'm confident. I'm bold with other people. But here's the thing. I used to be the same way. I was like, I could grab the bull by the horns. I can talk to anyone. I'm confident with everyone except in relationships. I would shrink, you guys, with romantic relationships. I would quiver. I I would get shaky, straight up. My inner being would go into this um a literal, a literal panic, quite frankly, um, just racing like the inside of my stomach to my heart, to my head is like racing, going numb, like feeling like I'm freezing, feeling scared, feeling of my, the worst case scenarios, all these things. Yet everyone in my world would be like, Rachel's really confident, you know, like, or, or, you know, she's pretty bold and all these things. And and I was, I was very bold. I was, um, a very friendly, good communicator in my life, but I was not a good communicator, um, when it came to any sort of potential romantic dynamic. And so uh, at the core of that, I would say was me, well, there's so many layers to it, but one of the big core thing was that I realized I was super neglectful of my inner self. I was super neglectful of myself and a lot of that was my own conditioning of like, oh my gosh, I, ew, I should never think of myself first. I should never, oh my gosh, oh, how horrible, how simple. I should think about everybody else. And when I'm thinking of myself, I felt shame and bad and all these things, which was so, I'm so grossed out by that, to be entirely honest with you. I'm like, no, 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 that's literally backwards. That literally doesn't even make sense. Like it's, does not make sense. So you should actually care for yourself. Okay. So I had to sort of, um, switch a lot of that around and I had to extend the same level of compassion, love and tenderness that I would give to a friend in need or, uh, A person that was, you know, way worse off than me, the the compassion I would extend for someone who experienced way worse trauma than me, or whatever it was I thought was worse than me, I needed to extend that same level of compassion to myself, towards myself, and for myself. And in fact, I needed to do that first. I needed to learn how to mother myself. I needed to learn how to heal my inner feminine, okay? And, um, and, and, and that, that took some work, girls that took some work that took some time. So nothing is a quick fix in life. By the way, we don't snap our fingers and get a result instantly. No one has a magic wand that's waving around and is like, Oh my gosh, uh, let's uh, Abra freaking Cadabra. Let me, um, uh, be a woman of higher value. see myself as that. <laughs> let me be magnetic. Right. so, Um, That's not how it works, but it does work with baby steps. It does work with taking every little step that you can towards where you desire to be. Um, And as you take little step after little step after little step, a little investment after little investment after little investment in yourself, you guys, whatever that looks like, you guys know, I'm always pitching my stuff because I love it. I believe in it. I'm here for my stuff. And I, I think everyone should be in my programs. I just do because I think they're great, but it doesn't have to be, you guys know I always say that, it literally doesn't have to be my program that you're investing in when I say invest. Invest in yourself. Although, side note, I think you should, hello, but it doesn't have to be, right? So um, those little investments could be anything. Like right now, listening to a podcast, obviously is a little tiny investment in yourself. Maybe it's like I don't have money for a mentor, but you know what? There's somebody at my church or in my community and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna ask that person if I can take them to coffee and you pay for their seven dollar coffee. Okay. You sit with them and you say, you know, I really value you, I admire you, and um I would just love to learn some things. I'd love to just sit with you and ask you some questions about your life and you know, glean from you. Would you mind if I took you out to coffee? Okay. You would be surprised what could happen. That could be one way. Um, another way is obviously listening to things that helps. Maybe there's like a smaller, like book you can buy a book that you could buy to help you. Um, some course that's like cheaper or something. I don't know. Think of things, but never, ever, ever stop uh, investing in your own development, investing in yourself, because that's a huge part of self-love. That's a huge part of developing. That's a huge part of getting closer and closer and closer to understanding yourself and um, bettering yourself so that you are not somebody who is desperate, reaching and reaching and grappling and grappling and grasping and grasping for this love and validation and value outside of yourself. No, 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 ladies, no, no, no. You have gold inside of you, straight up. You have piles and pots and pots of gold dwelling with inside of yourself your body holds lots of wisdom your body is like this compass it's like this treasure chest and it's got so much to information to give you and so we just have to learn to reconnect to our bodies and ourselves okay so um, I hope that made sense. I don't know where that came from. Maybe it was the Lord, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but I hope that spoke to somebody. Okay, so also, I don't think I I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but if you girls are listening to the pod and you love it, take a snapshot of it and tag me on Instagram. I would love to connect with you if you are listening and you love it and you want to share the pod Um, That's always lovely and nice, so feel free to do that. All right, so let's get into this really quick, okay? Five ways to reconnect to yourself and implement healthy self-love. Number one, number one, number one, which I've kind of already harped on, okay? It is look out for yourself. Number one, look out for yourself. Honor your needs. Honor your wants and desires. Honor your core values. Maybe write your core values out. What are your core values? honor your boundaries. What are your boundaries? What feels good to you? What feels nice to you? What feels in alignment to you in your life? You could do this with so many things. There's how you want to, how you would love your day to go every day. Write that out. What would be your dream life scenario each day? And girls try to avoid saying (laughs) to not work. Um, because a lot of girls will say, oh, my dream is to not have to work. And, you know, I think that's a little silly because in my opinion, God really did put us on this earth to till the land, work the land, um, uh, you know, take care of a house to, it, you know, God put us on this earth to take care of things. You know what I'm saying? God put us on this earth to, um, to, uh, you know, to work. Okay. So, so don't, don't just be like, I don't want to (laughs) work. I hear a lot of girls say that. And it's just funny to me. So even if you are a stay at home mom, that is a full-time job. So that is still work. So if that's something you want to be, then go ahead and write that down. Um, also I'm like in a closed room with the door shut and my washing machine is going on right now and it's very loud. So if you hear it, I apologize. We're just going to roll with it. Okay. So look, number one is look out for yourself, honor your needs, wants, your core values and your boundaries. If you are like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what my needs are. I don't even know what my wants are. I don't even know what my boundaries are. Then it's time for you to sit down with a pen and paper and literally make sections for them and start to get familiar with what those are and do not be, uh, don't, don't play small. Dream big, dream big. Okay. Okay. I'm going to, for the sake of time, I'm going to keep us rolling here. Um, Number two is to fully accept yourself, fully accept yourself. So this requires you to accept the parts of yourself you don't like. Okay. So hello, we are humans and every single person has parts of ourselves that you do not like. Every person has parts of ourselves that we don't like. So we must accept every part of ourselves. Sometimes we accept the parts of ourselves that we like. We're like, ooh, I like those. I'm gonna put those forward. uh, And I'm just gonna ignore and stuff the parts of myself that I don't like that are like icky to me. Ew, 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 right? So I'm just gonna pretend like they're not there. I'm gonna shove them under and call it a day. That's oftentimes what we do. That's part of our survival mechanism. And it just is what it is, okay? But accepting, so I wanna talk about this word accept. Accepting is simply acknowledging with compassion. So acknowledging with a nice, healthy level of compassion. Oh my gosh, ladies, there is like so much noise. Pause. There's like so much noise going on. My husband's blow drying our dog out there and we have (laughs) the washing machine going. So Lord help this podcast to sound normal. When we are finished. Okay. Because <laughs> you know, your girl's not gonna edit it out because I don't, I'm not good at that. We're just gonna roll. Okay. Okay. So, fully accept yourself is part of this whole endeavor to reconnecting with yourself. Now, you're like, Rachel, how do I know what the parts, of my, how do I know the parts of myself that I don't like? Um, how do I accept those? What do I do? And a lot of you want the how, but we, like I said, don't have a ton of time to dive into how do I get down to those um but I definitely teach those inside of my program so if you are interested I would um get inside a coaching container with me for more of this and the breakdowns of this okay but for this for for the sake of giving you something I'm going to say this um accepting yourself is once again you need to identify what are the areas of myself I don't really like what, and these will show up in the areas that you are hiding so What areas of myself am I hiding or trying to hide from others or that I am afraid or ashamed of sharing? Um, Those are areas of your life that you do need to begin to accept, which is simply acknowledging those parts with compassion, saying, hey, you know what? I love you. Even though you went through that hard time, I love you so much. Um, I love this part of you, this part of me, and you can talk to that part of you, okay? So this is a lot of, like, um, inner child work, shadow shadow work stuff um, that really is powerful when you can be powerfully guided through that and uh, by just a good uh, coach, practitioner, therapist or something like that. If they can guide you through that in a really, really powerful way, it can be a completely transformative for you. Um, so I do that inside my program and it's really cool to see a lot of the girls share, you know, parts of themselves that like came up that they were not even aware of, you know, that they were like, oh wow, that, that was like, oof, I didn't think about that. I'm shocked that came up. I think I had a girl in my last group say, I've done so much therapy and I thought I already knew a bunch, but wow, I was shocked at what came up for me during the session. (laughs) So, um, it's super interesting that you girls, that's just a reminder to everyone that the work is truly never done. No matter, um, how many therapy sessions you've done, the, this type of work is never done because we are an onion. We are like an onion with many, 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 many layers that need to be peeled back. Um, so, which is why I'm like, never stop working on yourself never stop investing in yourself. Never, ever, ever see yourself and your inner game and your inner self as a last resort investment over anything. It should be your first. It should be your first, truly. And it's been the thing that has changed my life and it continues to change my life because I continue to invest in my own inner game, my own inner work. Um, because I know my own inner work is never done. So I'm just here for that, you know? All right, I'm gonna keep it moving. Number three is trusting yourself, trusting yourself. So this means trusting your intuition. Even getting in tune with your intuition is really important. Trusting your ability to make good decisions for yourself and trusting that no matter what happens, you are strong enough to handle it. Trusting you have your best interest in mind. Okay, trusting that you have your best interest in mind, trusting that you're capable of making good decisions, trusting that you are strong enough to handle things. Even if the decision that you made goes, goes awry, goes bad, ends badly, that you are strong enough to handle it. Okay. Um, so This is huge, you girls. And I do not even have time for this podcast because we're at 24 minutes and you girls know I like to keep things short. But we're not today, apparently. Um, But you guys, you guys, you guys, the trusting yourself part is like, mm, it's magical when you can really learn the art of this. And again, I teach this inside my program, but it's really, really, really important for us to learn to trust ourselves. Why? Because our entire lives, we've been taught conditioned and, um, and, and sort of brainwashed to not trust ourselves and to be sure to trust everything and everyone outside of yourself. Trust the teachers, trust the older people, trust your friends, trust this person, trust that person, trust, trust, trust everybody else except yourself. And, um, that's caused a lot of issues because then it's like, oh, when we're in a relationship, oh, just, just, we don't even know how to trust ourselves or trust a man or trust. It's just, it's a mess. Okay. When we don't know how to first trust ourselves, um, and, and, and see ourselves as our, our greatest caretaker, um, then we will always, 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 always be searching for it in a man, searching for these things in other people and therefore bringing heavy expectations to the relationship um and which brings heavy heavy letdowns and girls it's just a big hot mess and you know i want to say like even when i am uh you know in launch mode and i'm selling my program which i am right now but when i am you know something i've really settled inside of my own heart is that i really want the women who come into my world and into my programs and my containers to be fully self-led to to make their decision to join from a place of self-knowing and self-trust. And that's why you'll often hear me say things like, you know, if you feel called, if you feel led to join, then, you know, DM me or, you know, get the link or whatever. But it's if you feel led, do you feel led? Do you feel a pull? Can you even recognize the pull inside of you? Can you recognize some sort of draw, some sort of desire, some sort of intuitive hit inside of you that is, is drawing you in to join, um, versus I don't, I have no desire to have people in my groups who I have to like push or force or beg or make them get in. Right. It's like, I don't, I have, that's not, that is not my vibe. Like I have no interest in that whatsoever because One, the person who does join the program when they are being sort of pushed into it, uh, they'll show up in the wrong energy state. They're gonna show up sort of with the wrong heart and the wrong intention, right? So I want girls to come in with this sort of pure intention that was self-led, that they felt pulled to it themselves and they made that decision from somewhere deep within that they knew that this was right for them. And also it is the first practice for them to be self-led and to be trusting of themselves. So trusting yourself is huge and it is a huge part of healing your inner feminine. Okay. All right. Number four is having compassion for yourself. Uh, This goes with really without saying, and I'm sure you've heard it from a a lot of therapists and uh, people on the internet. I sort of see this one fly around, but you know, it's super important to reemphasize every single time. And that is having compassion for yourself. So that means this ladies stop being so hard on yourself. Stop being so hard on yourself. Check your inner critic, check that critic inside of you. Do you get critical of yourself? Do you get self-critical? Do you get mean? Uh, Do you lose your patience with yourself? Are you judgmental towards yourself? Whatever whatever type of relationship you have with yourself will 100% be the relationship that you draw to you and that you are drawn to, period, period, okay? So it's important for you to speak tenderly with yourself. Treat yourself with a tender motherly love for yourself. I cannot emphasize that enough. I teach this on steroids inside my program. So um, that's that. I'm going to keep us moving because uh, we have one more to get through. And then I'm going to close this out here, okay? Number five, number five is learn to pleasure yourself. It's my favorite one. I love it. Find ways to add fun into your day. Look for ways to add pleasure to your day. I preach this probably from the rooftops inside of probably every single container of coaching, coaching container I have, or that I have had. This is at the forefront. So pleasuring yourself. And I love using that word because oftentimes it feels sexual. And if you want it to be sexual, then do you. Okay. But I'm not even referring to this as sexual, I wanna sort of take that sexual connotation away and I want to just remind you, you have the ability to pleasure yourself in so many ways. You, We do things on autopilot that pleasure us, right? We eat the brownie that tastes good. We go to Disneyland because there's something in the environment that feels nice. We go to the ocean because there's something about that environment that just feels pleasurable, right? Um, we go and pay for a massage because it feels good. It is pleasuring ourselves, <laughs> Um this is in your control to do ladies and you totally can do this. You got this. It is so important for you to do. Um it's important for you to learn how to implement this in your daily life every day. It is hugely massively important in healing your inner feminine. Okay, so I, that's all I got. I'm actually going to stop there. I'm not going to elaborate tons on that. I want you girls to sit with that. Think about that. Ask yourself, how can I try all of these different things in my day-to-day life? And as always, if you love the podcast, please, please, please go ahead and leave a beautiful, wonderful review. Um, and of course, that's if you like it. <laughs> well, uh, you know, good reviews are nice and uh, they help the show go out to more people. And so go ahead and do that. If you have some time, I would love that. It would be mean the world to me. And it would be a lovely contribution to, uh, the podcast that I put out. So, okay. And then lastly, as always, um, the true fam Academy is open for April 1st, 2023. Um, it is open for enrollment. And if you are listening to this past that point, you can always check in with me somewhere or on the website to see if it's for open enrollment or the wait list. But right now it is open to get inside I highly recommend getting in before the 15th because the price goes up. It is the early bird price right now. Um, So I highly recommend you get into it. Um, And again, if you feel led, if you feel called, if you're feeling the pull, then go ahead and sign up for it. And I will be super excited to meet you in this next round. Um, And if not, then I love you and I will catch you on all my social platforms. I hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing week. And I hope this podcast kicks your Monday off well and your week off right. And I hope it speaks to you and blesses you and all the good things. I love you girls. Have an amazing, amazing day and week. I will see you next Monday. Bye.